Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Tuesday, September 27th. Unauthorized immigration is at historic levels. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Leonard Glenn Francis has requested asylum in Venezuela. That's according to reporting from the Associated Press. Francis was captured in Venezuela last week after escaping from house arrest in San Diego early this month. He escaped shortly before he was set to be sentenced for organizing one of the largest corruption scandals in Navy history. Although the U.S. and Venezuela have an extradition agreement, the two countries aren't on good terms. Almost all of San Diego County is under a heat advisory through Wednesday. Coastal areas could reach 90 degrees and triple-digit temperatures are expected in the valley areas, like Escondido, El Cajon, and Santee. The National Weather Service's Alex Tardy says the countywide heat is drying up vegetation and increasing wildfire risk. So when we go into October and we do start actually developing Santa Ana winds, the fuels are going to be receptive to burn. The National Weather Service is advising everyone to stay hydrated and limit their time outside. Stealing and selling catalytic converters in California will no longer be an easy crime. That's according to Governor Gavin Newsom. Newsom signed legislation on Sunday that makes it illegal for recyclers to buy them from anyone other than the legal owner or a licensed dealer. According to the National Insurance Crime Bureau, there was a 325% increase in claims filed by catalytic converter thefts between 2019 and 2020. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Unauthorized immigration across the southwest border is at historic levels. Numbers released by U.S. Customs and Border Protection show there have been more than 1.9 million unauthorized migrant crossings in the last year. iNewsource border and immigration reporter Sofia Mejias-Pasco spoke to KPBS's Andrew Bowen about what that means for San Diego. So while the number of unauthorized migrant crossings along the southwest border is at an historic high, the numbers of people crossing in the San Diego region is not. So what are your key takeaways from these new numbers? Yeah, that's right. San Diego is just one of nine sectors along the U.S.-Mexico border, and we are seeing unauthorized crossings that are pretty low compared to other areas of the border. So in the last 11 months, Border Patrol had more than 160,000 encounters with individuals uh, they suspected of crossing into the U.S. illegally here in San Diego. But when you look at other areas like the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, they had more than 440,000 encounters. So you can see that San Diego isn't a major driver of these record numbers that we're seeing, but it is true that since 2020, we've seen a significant increase in unauthorized migrant crossings. Do we know what's driving this increase in unauthorized migration? 
Yeah, so there's a few things to keep in mind. This year, we saw many more Venezuelans, Cubans, and Nicaraguans uh, than in the previous fiscal year. The CBP commissioner blamed failing communist regimes in those countries for the nearly twofold increase that we saw this year from last year. And it's also important to keep in mind that when we're talking about encounters, this is a measure of the number of times Border Patrol finds someone in the U.S. who they believe does not have permission to be here. It's not a measure of how many individual migrants are crossing. So there's been discussion and debate among experts about how many of these encounters were repeat crossers, the same person making multiple attempts. And many experts say that Title 42, an emergency health policy implemented at the start of the pandemic, encouraged repeat crossings. Now, San Diego immigration officials are very busy processing a lot of these migrants. Tell me about that. Yeah, I spoke with Chief Patrol Agent Aaron Heike about what's going on at the border in San Diego right now. He said his team is pushing very hard to deal with the numbers that uh, they're seeing. He says that they encounter between five to 700 individuals each day just in the San Diego sector. And on top of that, they're bringing in migrants who have been apprehended in other parts of the border to help take the pressure off of areas like Yuma, Arizona and Texas, who are dealing with much higher encounters right now. Now, the Biden administration has faced a lot of criticism on its failure to act on immigration. You asked Chief Heitke for his perspective on what needs to happen in order to address these huge numbers of migrants crossing the southern border. What did he tell you? Yeah, his answer was clear and concise. He said that comprehensive immigration reform is really what Border Patrol needs uh, to help address the number of migrants they're seeing right now. Um, You know, he said that a lot of the agencies, too, that work with Border Patrol, uh, helping to process migrants and document them, they're also, you know, at capacity and they weren't designed to deal with the capacity that they're seeing right now. So I think the fact that he's asking for reform really speaks to the urgency and the need that uh, the U.S. has for something more concrete to address uh, migrant crossings. That was iNews Source's Sofia Mejias-Pascal speaking with KPBS's Andrew Bowen. Less than two months after declaring an emergency over monkeypox, San Diego County health officials say things are improving with more resources available. They say there are just over 404 cases here, but no deaths. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado has an update. The county health department says there's been a slowdown in monkeypox cases. We may have had a peak around the week of August 6th, and we've continued to see a downward trend in cases. That's Dr. Ankitha Kadakia, the deputy public health officer for San Diego County. She says declaring a health emergency in August allowed the county to access state funding to build up its testing, vaccine supplies, and infrastructure. But because there was a vaccine shortage at first, using a different method to give the vaccines was a game changer. And that can give us up to five doses per vial, which definitely impacted our epidemiology curve. And she says the county is able to offer more vaccination events. High priority is given to gay and bisexual men who are at high risk for the disease. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. San Diego County Supervisors Nora Vargas and Nathan Fletcher 
plan to ask their fellow supervisors to declare homelessness a health crisis. That action would set the county up as a backbone for collaboration between the 18 incorporated cities in the region and the Homeless Task Force, making it easier to develop a regional approach to homelessness, such as outreach services, mental health assistance, and creating more affordable housing. Supervisor Nora Vargas says it's the county's responsibility to keep unsheltered individuals safe. Our commitment as a county is unwavering. We're going to do everything that we can to make sure that we use resources adequately. And we need to not forget that these are human beings and that we need to treat them with dignity and respect and they deserve to be treated that way. The proposal will be introduced at the Board of Supervisors meeting today. Coming up, a new life for a local coffee shop that didn't make it through the pandemic. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a journey through computation, data analysis, and real-world applications. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. New research out of San Diego finds that certain types of air pollution can significantly affect the climate, depending on where it's emitted. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. This is the first study to link aerosol pollution and climate-related outcomes. Aerosols are tiny particles of material like soot from wildfires or droplets of water from smokestacks or tailpipes. University of Texas researcher Gita Prasad is the co-author with UC San Diego's Jennifer Burney. Prasad says aerosols can hurt human health and intensify the effect of greenhouse gas emissions on the climate. It is not surprising to see that they have a big impact on societal damages compared to carbon dioxide. What was surprising to me was how different those societal damages are depending on who emits the aerosol. The study also found different regions had different impacts and weighing the health care costs of aerosol pollution may also encourage countries to collaborate on solutions. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Governor Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have made kindergarten mandatory for every child in California. The law had wide support from educators and a majority of state lawmakers. KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez has more. State Senate Bill 70 would have required all California children to complete kindergarten before entering the first grade. California legislators passed it this session, following a significant drop of 12% in kindergarten enrollment during the COVID crisis shutdowns. But Governor Newsom vetoed the bill Sunday, saying there isn't enough money in the state budget to add up to 20,000 new public school students. 
Judy Nguyen is a kindergarten teacher at High Tech High Mesa Elementary. Well, I hope that more families enroll them in kinder and have them be here because it's so important. And I noticed such a big difference in the students that didn't have the kindergarten years and the students that do have it. The current state budget does include a billion dollars for the expansion of transitional kindergarten, which will eventually be offered to every four-year-old child. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. Like so many businesses during the pandemic, a coffee shop in the Paradise Hills neighborhood of San Diego had to close soon after COVID hit. Now KPBS reporter Claire Tregesser has an update on what happened next. As soon as it opened in 2017, Project Rio Collective was the place to be in the neighborhood. People took meetings there, kids did homework. It became a watering hole for the community. But then COVID struck and Project Rio Collective shut down in April 2020. This past weekend, that changed. Original owners Tommy and Danielle Walker had a grand opening for a new shop called The Mental Bar. Where we are, there is no coffee shops who we are or represent us. Um, so it, we felt that it was, it was important to bring something like that to this neighborhood. It took two and a half years to reopen at a new location on Imperial Avenue in the Encanto neighborhood. Claire Tregesser, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day.